What's up, y'all? It is your boy Sanchez405 coming at you. It's the On the Warpath podcast, y'all. It's Wednesday, April 4th. Um, I'd be remiss if I didn't start out by uh, 50 years to the day of uh, the assassination of Dr. Martin Luther King. We know what he meant to, meant to this world, uh, this country, and uh, folks are still fighting that fight there. Um, you know, for equality and just wanted to take a time to remember uh, Dr. King. And um, But uh, the topic of today's uh, podcast is the Redskins versus the NFC East. Um, and really, the, the thought behind this is uh, Derek Carr from NFL.com. Uh, he's thinking that the Redskins are going to bottom out and maybe even get the first overall pick in the 2019 draft, uh, which would be to the dismay of all of us who follow the Burgundy and Gold. And uh, I see where Derek Carr is coming from. The Redskins haven't done a good job of bringing in talent, and they've let a lot of their uh, homegrown talent go away. Um, of course, Trent Murphy, he's got went off to Buffalo. On the defense side of all, Bashar Breeland, he's still trying to find a home after passing a, uh, not being able to pass a physical. Ryan Grant Gruden is gone to the Indianapolis Colts after he couldn't pass a physical either. And um, also, uh, we said Spencer Long is gone as well. He went to the Jets and... There's been trades. Of course, Alex Smith being the key one. And he, he makes mention of Alex Smith not having the tools that he had in Kansas City um, to produce 4,000 yards, uh, 26 touchdowns. I think he was single digits and interceptions. And then like a, a 104 passer rating, almost 105. And I got I got to thinking, you know, like I said, Derek Carr isn't too off from you know, what most fans in Washington think. Uh, I think it's a circus in D.C., like I said last week, uh, yesterday on the podcast, uh, that I, I think that there's a lot of narcissism going on in that lock, in that building, not just in that locker room. I don't think the Redskins have a defined leader, so that's where they may struggle at. I, I know Alex Smith is coming in there, and he's done a good publicity stunt. But yet and still, the Redskins need to find a leader, whether they rise up or they bring a leader in. Uh, they haven't had uh, a great leadership since even London Fletcher left, I, I think, since 2013. You know, they've had a bunch of guys. Uh, sometimes, you know, they brought in Deshaun Golson, who kind of was a leader back there in 2015. But uh, this team has struggled, uh, has thirsted for a leader in that locker room. Uh, You know, you had Ricky Jean-Francois who spoke out against the firing of Scott McLuhan. And, um, you know, it it just has uh, kind of spiraled down from there. And, uh, but the point of the podcast, this, this episode is not that. It is comparing the Redskins to the rest of the NFC East. You look at the Super Bowl champion, Philadelphia Eagles, they look like they're about to reload again. Michael Bennett, depending on what happens with his legal uh, issues, you know, he's going to be there probably for Philadelphia. So somebody threatening to threaten Alex Smith. Uh, Dallas, um, you know, excuse me, continue on Philadelphia. They got Carson Wentz coming back. They have Nick Foles at a backup. They have... um, 
Jai is a running back. I don't know if LeGarrette Blunt's coming back. I have to double check that. But, excuse me. The fact of the matter is that this team still has a lot of its pieces uh, intact from that Super Bowl team. So they're going to be formidable in the NFC East still uh, and a player in the whole conference next year. Uh, you look at the Dallas Cowboys and the Cowboys, uh, can they re- get that magic from uh, the 2016 season where they went 13-3? and Dak Prescott, um, you know, and, and Zeke Elliott, uh, Cry- these guys, Dev Bryant, we don't know if he's going to come back or not. Uh, they have some questions at wide receiver. Uh, they did bring in, I, I believe they did bring in someone there. Um, was it? Um, it was somebody from Jacksonville. I know that much. I, I'd have to go back and look at it. I'm not standing at my computer right now. But uh, they, they'll be improved. Rod Marinelli always has his defense ready. Uh, the only thing that can get in the Dallas Cowboys way is uh, the discipline of their players and, and Jerry Jones. Uh, and then you look at the New York Giants. They, I think they're in a bigger mess than the Redskins are, to be honest with you. Uh, Eli Manning, they, they disrespected this man, and the, re, and the one who disrespected him is no longer in uh, New York City with the, the Giants and Ben McAdoo. But still, they don't have a running back. Odell Beckham, there's trade rumors uh, with him going on. We don't know how healthy he'll be. Uh, it wasn't right pretty much for the whole 2017 season, and that's where that team kind of spiraled down. Uh, they've lost some defensive leaders at DRC, no longer in the fold. So I don't like the Giants. I still see the Redskins and the Giants kind of still uh, jockeying for that third spot. I mean, that could still be a playoff uh, position. I know the NFC is getting tougher, but it still could be in a jockeying uh, for uh, the playoffs, and I, I still kind of think the Redskins are still stuck on their bottom half, uh, barring injuries, but to, to Derek Carr's point, I think he disrespects Jordan Reed, uh, although Jordan Reed may come off as soft, when he is there and he's playing, he is one of the best in football, uh, 2015, if he can recreate that 900-yard season and those double-digit touchdowns, and uh, I he has a Travis Kelsey minus the issues uh, of on the field and getting ejected, getting 15 yard penalties. Uh, he has the Alex Smith way. It's just been in chemistry. Paul Richardson. We don't know what we'll see out of him, but he was a deep threat for uh, Russ Wilson. And I, I really uh, like this Paul Richardson pickup. I, I think that he is going to be uh that number one receiver. Josh Dotson showed flashes. He was healthy last year. 500 yards. He had a lot of long bomb touchdowns. Jameson Crowder, still that great slot receiver that the Redskins have. So I, they can make noise. My issue is with the defense. Um, you look at what they've lost. We don't really have a corner to compliment Josh Norman. Uh, there was rumors that Norman might be traded. Uh, that's still possible with the draft coming up. Uh, Quentin Dunbar. Is the only one we have Fabian Moreau. Uh, that that's and Breland's gone, and then the killer Kendall Fuller trade, which Alex Smith came over. That really is a kick in the knees. Um, the guy had four pick, four or five picks last year, um, and I think the Redskins won every one of those games where he did have a pick in. Uh, so don't really know what the corner situation is going to look like, especially over there. 
opposite of Josh Norman. Right now, I guess you pencil in Quentin Dunbar. Um, and then also, we look at um, linebacker situation. Got a little bit better. Zach Brown's coming back. Will Compton signed with Tennessee yesterday, so he'll no longer be there. Uh, Mason Foster uh, hurt uh, majority of last season. But hopefully he's back on the trail. He's proven that he can tackle. So interiorly, the Redskins are looking into, uh, with the linebacker position. Look good. Ryan Kerrigan out there on the edge. Uh, I guess Preston Smith will have to step up. Parnell Mafee comes in to uh, be the backup on that side as kind of like that Trent Murphy replacement. Uh, you also look at uh, the line. Matt Ioannidis, he'll be healthy. Uh, Redskins, we're talking Jonathan Hankins. We don't really know what's going on with that. Uh, a lot of people said maybe not going to uh, sign with the Redskins, but you can always be hope. There, there's always hope somewhere um, with that. So, and just moving forward, uh, saw some good news uh, about the Redskins and Bruce Allen. Uh, that's going to come up here next on the On the Warpath podcast after I take a quick break. I'll be right back with you. All right, y'all, we are back here on the Warpath, the podcast, y'all. Uh, day two uh, on a Wednesday. Uh, it, it's Warpath Wednesday. I didn't miss that in the first part, but appreciate you wherever you are, however you may be listening, probably on your phone. Thanks for making us part of your day. Thank you, Colin Cowherd. I ripped that directly from him, but I, I wanted to come back. I was actually looking at 1067, the fans' website, and if you're a Redskins fan, the one person that we probably hate more than Dan Snyder now is uh, the son of the former, uh, probably the second best coach in Redskins history, I think, in George Allen, uh, his little boy, Bruce. Uh, this obnoxious, arrogant, narcissistic pig is still running this team. I cannot believe it. I'm so disgusted anytime I see this arrogant bastard when he, how he's uh, fumbled the Kirk Cousins situation, how uh, the Redskins look like a unmitigated joke every time. It, this guy still has a job. If any of us did our jobs as bad as Bruce Allen did, we would be fired, y'all. Um, and holler if you hear me, because this dude, he he does not comprehend. I don't know where he gets off. Treating people the way he does with Scott McLuhan. Handling his draft picks like he did Sewer Cravens. Whether Sewer was crazy or not. How he handled all of this. He is the puppet master. And one thing Dan Snyder hates is losing. And surprisingly enough, that's why he fires all those coaches. But Dan, I'm telling you. It's not the head coaches anymore, bruh. It's who you hire. It's who you trust. This history thing, I love that, you know, you have this Tampa, the early 2000s going on. You got a Gruden. You got Bruce Allen. You got Doug Williams. Whoop-dee-dee. But Bruce Allen has the nerve to – this came out a couple weeks ago, and 
people say, you know, Saints fans, you don't know what you're talking about. You're right. I might not know what I'm talking about, but I can read and I can infer. And I'm telling you what, every time this clown, uh, anything that foolish happens with the Redskins, I know it's Bruce Allen who's at the head of it. Uh, that's why we see the hashtags fire Bruce Allen. Uh, any fool who has the nerve to get on there and say, we're winning off the field. It's just so, it, it's stupid. Uh, probably the dumbest thing I've ever heard, but I would like to get that shirt, though, that says winning off the field since 2001 or 1999. Um but, but but beside the point, though, uh, apparently Dan's pissed. Uh, sources, Chris Russell coming out, uh, the Redskins insider, says that um, the, neg- the cumulative effects of a uh, negative PR has compounded to put Allen in the position of fighting for his cor- current job. And another, quote, major episode could push him out of the football uh, out of the football operations department altogether. Wait a minute. Hold on. So you're saying that he can still stay with the organization, from what I'm reading. Uh, goes on the quote. He talked to sports junkies this morning. Uh, this is going to be an interesting thing to watch out for. Um, and he goes on to say, I'm told that Dan is furious with Bruce. He is very, very, very frustrated with the leadership of the organization and the constant embarrassment PR-wise. Of course, not winning enough to justify anything on the field. The McLuhan situation, bypassing better coaches, i.e. Wade Phillips and the defense coordinator hire. Uh, the type of thing, uh, that type of thing, and it's a cumulative thing. Um, like I said, if we did this... Why, Dan? Uh, he shouldn't even... He he should be escorted out of Redskins Park. He should be nowhere near making football decisions. You need to go, apologize to Scott McClune, say, hey, come on back, we'll give you a contract. In a perfect world. That ain't happening, though. But it, uh, Dan Snyder, for somebody who has a millionaire... Uh, has a billionaire sense, makes some of the be- worst decisions when it comes to uh, running his football team... Um, the fact that Dan sees like this wait and see approach, um, you know, it's disturbing, but it should, this is something we got to deal with. Uh, Bruce Allen's got to go. Uh, that is obvious. He has to go. It's unacceptable, uh, to the degree of how this franchise has been ran into the ground after when in the NFC East, or if anybody says now, uh, they backed into the NFC East, Romo was, um, was hurt that year, that was his last full season as the starting quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, uh, the Eagles weren't that good, Chip Kelly was fired at the end of the season, Tom Coughlin was kind of in the twilight of his career, uh, that was his last season in, um, the, with the New York Giants, so, um, yeah, I, I, it's not surprising, uh, the way he, he's just kind of bungled things, the Doug Williams thing where he said, hey, don't answer your phone, but he's supposed to be the personnel person, don't really, doesn't really make sense, Bruce Allen, he, he has a record of being jealous of people making him look bad, um, to be honest with you, um, they said that possibly, um, Eric Schaefer, uh, the senior, um, 
operation, the, the VP of the senior VP of football operation general counsel uh, could be taking over the football operations. And I, we will, we'll see that remains to be seen. Uh, maybe Eric can um, do uh, some things that Bruce can't. Uh, maybe he has a better football mind. We're not sure. Uh, they did let Morocco Brown go a couple years ago. He was a uh, uh, deep in the the conversation about being a general manager uh, sooner or later, but that kind of flamed out. He went to Cleveland. Um, so it's obvious Dan Snyder knows the writings on the wall. If they don't win. Uh, Bruce Allen's done, so you kind of had an impasse as a Redskins fan, and it's kind of corny to say, I hope we lose sometimes because that means Bruce Allen does not remain in Washington. So we know what has to be done. Um, will it be done? I'm not sure. We shall see. Uh, we'll keep on fighting a good fight here, but uh, stay tuned to podcast, trying to do this daily, hoping to get um, Amir on here with me eventually, and I just hope you guys listen, share, I appreciate it. Try not to make these that long. Uh, just some topics, thinking about the Redskins and everything like that. So, and, and also in breaking news, RG3 signed with the Ravens. Um, and I, I can imagine a lot of quote-unquote diehard Redskin fans will become uh, fans of the Baltimore Ravens now. And I'll just leave it at that. Congratulations to Robert Griffin III and his second wife and all that good stuff and his two kids um, he has ran his mouth enough to uh, deserve a position uh, as a backup quarterback and in the National Football League so good luck to him and whatever he does hopefully Redskins don't have to play him in preseason uh, but other than that uh, as I always say on the YouTube channel love peace and hell y'all I love y'all um, remember subscribe on the Warpath and YouTube And I'll be talking to you real soon. I'm out.